0: Welcome to Spark, I'm Nicole Aschino.
1: And I'm Sarah Mowry.
0: And together, we're here as your host for a mix of Happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in. Tips on plant based eating, how to go with the flow, and how seeing other people's commitment can inspire you. Well, hello, Miss Sarah, and welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks. Glad to be back. We are super excited to have you. Angela is so bummed to not be here today, but she has completely lost her voice which is kind of imperative to the podcast.
1: Thing <laughs> <laughs> it could happen, that would be.
0: Uh, exactly. Makes this not work. So thank you so much for diving in. So how are you? How's your world? I'm doing really well. Uh, this weekend was kind of a
1: big one for me because I taught my very first like official class at yoga sport. Ah, how exciting. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> so how'd it go? It was really good, and it was it was kind of a symbolic day for me because um Mariana one of the other teachers who is leaving the studio had her last class on the same day so and i used to go to all her first classes so the whole time i was just thinking oh this is so full circle and I'm all about like the poetic things in life.
0: <laughs> I love it, that is, that is very poetic. Her her journey is ending here and yours is just beginning. Oh, gives me the feel goods, I like it. I know,
1: it was really good though and uh, I had a bunch of people that came and took my class, a bunch of my friends and Cameron and
0: yeah, it felt
1: really good and I'm starting to get slowly past that point where I'm like freaking out every time I teach a yoga
0: class (laughs) that will stick around for a while don't worry (laughs) it's totally normal we all go through it but it it does get to be more fun you'll love it it was good yesterday Well, good all right well we're gonna jump right in to our sucky moment of the week right
1: here's our sucky scale one being kind of sucky five being super sucky One, two, three. Seriously? Four,
0: five. All right, I'm going to give this sucky moment a three. Seriously? So, last week, Angela brought onto the podcast her friend uh dr eric which i've been super pumped for him to come onto the podcast so we could hear it and it was a wonderful podcast with so much so many little nuggets like you're gonna love it downside here we go ah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there was something weird that happened during the recording and there is literally this giant buzzing sound that sounds like a loud cricket through the whole recording oh no so it's totally useless we can't use it it's just like the whole way (laughs) through it's kind of crazy it was a big letdown we both were super disappointed but don't worry we're gonna have him back on the podcast we're going to get you guys an opportunity to hear him but my inspired action from this was if you can't fix it you just got to adapt move with it and kind of go with the flow so that's kind of how you and I ended up here today first that podcast went wrong then Angela got sick and then me and Sarah were like all right let's do this (laughs) yeah Monday morning when can we record
1: I'm sitting at my apartment before I go to work like just got to roll it out go
0: with the flow making it happen but it's been super it's been super fun so I think it's going to turn out to be a good experience sometimes things just absolutely go wrong and even though it's not the way you wanted it to go you just kind of go with it and then sometimes it turns out even better so I'm excited
1: and honestly like I've had those moments too where I'll you know, like in college, if you would write a paper and lose the whole thing mm. and then you have to go back and redo it and you've kind of already done it once. So somehow it turns out even better, even though it sucks that you have to redo it. Like, I feel like the podcast is going to be that way too.
0: I'm totally, that's a great example. I like that one. And I, we can all relate to that feeling. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. Uh, uh-huh. The
0: dreaded computer dies and you never pressed save.
1: I know, and it's always the worst, too, when you've, like, used that as an excuse before. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) And then it really happens to you, and you're like, blasted karma.
0: (laughs) I can't do it again. I can't say it again. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, moving into our major topic for today. Um, One of our podcast listeners wrote in and said they enjoyed the Paleo podcast episode so much, that they wanted to learn about some other styles of eating. And one specifically that they asked about was plant-based eating, which turns out perfectly that you are a plant-based eater, Miss Sarah. And would you look at that? Works out so well. <laughs> Everything. oh man. So tell us, girlfriend, tell us what is, coming from someone who is a hardcore paleo eater, I am really excited to hear all about plant-based eating. Yeah, for sure, well, I guess I'll
1: just start saying sort of how I got this way, because like two years ago, I was the biggest meat eater ever. Like I would go to a barbecue place and order one of every option of meat. Love it. <laughs> so, and then all of a sudden I just was fully vegan. So um, yeah, I, I kind of made the transition based on an ethical um, switch in my mind, but I would say, like, most of the benefits I've noticed in the switch have been um, my health. So as far as plant-based eating, basically all it is is what it sounds like. You just don't eat anything that comes from an animal, um, and you want to try to stick to sort of whole foods as well. So it's anything that's plant-based, you know, vegetables, beans, nuts, legumes, um, I mean, it People think that it sounds hard to find options, but really all it is is you cut out meat, dairy, and eggs.
0: So, Oh, okay. So you cut out um, dairy and eggs because it comes from an animal.
1: Right, exactly. So it's anything that comes from a source that's not plant.
0: Mm, Okay, Um, gotcha.
1: Yeah, so... No milk, cheese, butter, no eggs, and then anything that has that stuff in it as well, I I avoid. Um, and as far as the benefits, like it, I I have felt so much better. I started doing this almost two years ago, and I think I already had some issues with like dairy to begin with, which a ton of people have lactose intolerance or issues with dairy. So it helped me like almost immediately cutting out dairy. I saw just benefits in how I felt like my digestion was improving. And then overall, I just I have more energy when I'm sticking to the plant based diet. Um, And my theory behind that, which I don't know if it's necessarily true, but I I don't eat so much that I get to that like nasty full place that I do if I'm eating like cheese pizza or a bunch of meat, because a lot of the time our meals are centered around animal products. So it'll be like a really cheesy pasta dish or, you know, a big hunk of meat with a few vegetables on the side. And since I've started cutting that stuff out and i my meals are just consisting of like veggies and rice and beans and whatever. Um, I just don't get that, like,
0: to the point of
1: fullness where I feel gross, you know what I
0: mean? No, 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 no. that's, that's really interesting because, like, I think all meals are very much centered around whatever the meat or pasta dish cheesy option is. That's an interesting perspective. I'm gonna have to try that out. I like that. Yeah, because the, and, and I think, like, people
1: think about vegetarianism a lot, which is really just cutting out the meat, and then, um, if people only cut out meat they tend to fall back on cheese as like their main mm-hmm. kind of staple you know it, it just kind of happens that way but if you think of it more from a place of okay i'm just going to load my diet with plants and it sounds if you're not used to it it sounds like it'll be difficult but if you just do a little bit of research you'll find like there are so many awesome vegetables that maybe you're just not even eating because you don't think about it or it's not readily presented to you at restaurants because um, that's – our diet as Americans is just happens to be based around animal products. So it's just kind of a, a shift in how you think.
0: Mm, so have you, like, discovered a whole bunch of, like, fruits and vegetables that you've never heard of before before you started yeah. doing this? <laughs> I don't
1: know if I've, like, discovered new ones, but I definitely – eat a a much wider variety of things like I never used to eat eggplant nearly as much as I eat eggplant now that's like a big one weirdly
0: oh no that's good I when we switched over to eating mostly paleo and adding in like all these different vegetables I like learned about fruits and vegetables I've never heard of before I discovered the date and I was my mind was blown
1: (laughs) Oh, oh yeah well that's another thing too like I I don't really try so hard to find alternative products which a lot of people will do when they transition from like an omnivore diet into plant-based they'll go for like the veggie burgers and the soy cheese or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really uh try to eat very much of that stuff but there are a lot of alternative things that you can find that are just made out of natural things that are mind-blowing like you can make a meringue like you know if you whip up egg whites and it makes that fluffy meringue he's mm-hmm. out of it you can make that same exact thing out of the water from a can of beans like never would have known that before I went vegan
0: really though that's interesting I've never wow yeah
1: there are like secret little things like that that you find out about on the blogs or whatever hmm you're like, whoa, the magical chemistry of food. Oh,
0: that's cool. So you're so you don't get bored. Because that would be my first thought was that just fruits and veggies, I would eventually be bored out of my mind. But you're saying there's so many things try to try.
1: Right. Once you get out of the the mindset of the like, okay, I have to have my meat and my two sides and mm-hmm. my whatever, once you start thinking about like all the different options that there really are because it's really not limiting. I think that a lot of people think of it as like a limiting thing, but um, it actually really opened me up to trying so many more things because I wasn't sort of stuck in my old like rut of what I would eat, if that makes sense.
0: No, totally because these are are my favorites. I always eat my favorites kind of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly, and now I'm like, okay, well – I have to figure out what to fill in that hole that used to be chicken or, you know, whatever, grilled cheese. <laughs> I have to figure out, okay, what am I going to fill in those holes with? And it's it has made me get really a lot more into cooking and a lot more creative with what I'm eating. It's honestly been very fun and enlightening, and
0: um, I feel a lot healthier as well. Oh, I love that. So let me ask you this. What about – protein so what is your like major source of protein so I will say just from my standpoint and I'm I
1: mean obviously I'm not a nutritionist like I I love to read about this but um I i found that I don't really have to try to get um protein or people will worry about calcium too because Mm -hmm. of the cutting milk Mm -hmm. and um, that was sort of my question before I started too, like, oh, I need to get iron and protein and I'll have to worry about all my nutrients. Mm-hmm. But if you're going and eating a whole food plant-based diet and you're getting a good variety of different fruits and vegetables and whole grains, then you don't really like need to try to get certain nutrients because it's in all of those foods, you know? Mm -hmm. Like there's protein in broccoli and kale and there's a ton of calcium in green vegetables and just you start to sort of realize that, um, or I started to realize that it was a lot more balanced than I thought because I think the whole protein thing is like um, this idea that we have that meat equals protein. Mm
0: -hmm. Like it's the only source of protein.
1: right? or that like milk equals calcium, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. No, totally agree. That was when we decided to cut out milk out of our diet in paleo. That was what the first thing that people always ask about, like, where are you getting your calcium from? I was like, there's calcium is in a lot of stuff. And it's more calcium than you get from milk.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And so, and,
1: and there are a lot of like, it's, I don't want to say a, a better source because it's like, you know, live your life whatever you want to eat eat
0: totally <laughs> it's,
1: um sort of a, a healthier source of calcium if it's coming from vegetables like I, I think that most nutritionists would agree that there are, there are just problems that come with consuming animal-based foods um and if you eat them in moderation I don't think there's anything wrong with it but I do think that I've seen a difference since I cut it out and I still am I don't think I'm deficient in anything.
0: <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, no, I like that.
1: Yeah, so it's been good. And I would say um, it's a lot easier than than people think it is. If if you're curious to try it, um, it's a lot easier than you would think it is if you just sort of jump in. And whenever I started, I literally just jumped right in. I didn't have any sort of like easing into it, period. I was like, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go for it. And it's been almost
0: two years, which is totally crazy to me. That's awesome. You went cold turkey, uh, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> an interesting pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. I got an LOL over here. <laughs> oh, I like it. So, do you do because um, I envision plant based stuff to do a lot of um, cleanses and that kind of thing? Do you do a lot of juicing? I love juices. <laughs> That's I
1: actually just finished a five-day juice cleanse which is I, I've never done one that long before it was a little bit nutso but um that it was the Nicole nuts level of juice cleansing
0: score that's how we like to take things guys
1: Right <laughs> here yeah I I just did um, I did a five-day juice cleanse which was six juices per day and it was green juices and it was kind of interesting doing one for that long, but I I feel really good. I just started eating like solid food again
0: today. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You have to introduce it slowly.
1: (laughs) I know I had a a bowl of oatmeal and I was like, this might even be too much right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Does it like change your like portion level after you do a juice cleanse? Well, yeah. I mean the
1: first day I was super hungry. And then after that, I was not really hungry. Like I, I, feel like my body got used to it because you're really just loading your body with nutrients, without like the digestion going mm-hmm. on really. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't miss food. I just missed like the concept of eating. You know, mm-hmm. like sitting down, having a meal, making the meal. Yeah, it's a, it's a social thing. So I I now I like have my oatmeal next to me. I'm like, huh is
0: a lot now (laughs) (laughs) this is time consuming this whole eating business no
1: it actually saved me so much time for my five days not having
0: to cook or go out (laughs) oh
1: don't I don't recommend that as a time saver though
0: don't skip eating just to save time (laughs) (laughs) not the way to go yeah Well, what other thoughts do you have that you can send us off with? Like if we're interested in trying about it, like where could I go learn more about it or find some recipes or something like that? Like where, what's your favorite spot? I would say my favorite things to sort of
1: educate, you know, people, when people ask me, my favorite thing is documentaries. There are some really great documentaries um, on Netflix and online about plant-based eating. And there are some that deal with ethical side of, you know, cutting out meat. But just in regard to the health benefits of plant-based eating, there's one called Forks Over Knives on Netflix that I love. And it just talks about um, sort of the the benefits of cutting out animal products in your body. Um, and then there are a lot of really great blogs online, too, that have great recipes. If you just search, like, Think of your favorite recipe and then type vegan before it, and I guarantee you something will come up. Oh, I <laughs> like love it. A vegan version of everything. So I would say start. The documentaries are really, really
0: eye-opening, and um, there's tons of resources online. Awesome. Maybe you can link us to a few of your favorite places in the show notes, and that'll like give us a starting point to, to investigate. Sure. I like that. For sure. Love it. Well, any other closing thoughts, my dear, before we jump in?
1: I say let's jump on in.
0: Let's do it. All right. So our next thing is ask Coach A Wags, just like this question we got this week that Sarah took care of for us. If you have any questions, please send them to podcast at angela wagner Anything from life to love to diet and exercise to really whatever you guys ask, we will we will find an answer. <laughs> All right, so let's do our try this this week around everything that you've just, you've just schooled us on, Miss Sarah. Um, (laughs) Let's, let's try a full work week. So Monday through Friday without eating any animal based products. So that means meats and veggies also means we're going to cut out dairy and what else? And eggs. And eggs. Oh yeah. Forget about eggs. I'm like, where do those eggs come from?
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Well, so yeah. And just for a couple, ideas like lunches super easy grab an avocado make yourself a salad veggie sandwich and then i do stir fries like all day every day
0: oh that's a good idea
1: asian inspired dishes for dinner like one pan i'm all about it just throw in a ton of veggies lots of flavor switch out your creamer for soy milk almond milk, coconut milk. I mean, there's so many just options out there these days in 2017, you know, even versus like five years ago. So try it, try five days, try one day, whatever you can do and just see if you feel any different.
0: Yeah. And maybe you could link to like, I like these options. I love having like already built Like what's for lunch, what's for dinner, like meal planning ahead of time. Maybe in the show notes you could like list some different ideas there for us as well. And some juice ideas. I would love to try some different juices, but I really have no idea where to start with that whole thing. So that would be fun. So anything like that that could help us out. And then you guys give it a try this week and then write in and let us know how it goes. Good, bad, ugly, whatever happens, we want to hear about it. And then we can talk about our experience. Yeah, for sure. Woohoo. All right, Miss Sarah, I think that is it for this. This week, let's send it out with a shout-out, please, ma'am. All right.
1: So, in addition to having my class yesterday, and uh, I was actually at the studio... weekend Uh, I was there Friday night and Saturday during the day because uh, we're doing teacher training at the studio and they had their Anatomy training weekend this weekend which is a huge weekend in teacher training which I did last year so I wanted to go in sort of before my first class get a little refresh pressure, dive into the bones and muscles and get my mind sharp before I taught my class. So I got the pleasure of hanging out with this year's class of teacher trainers on Friday night and Saturday and it was just so cool to see them there and be reminded of my experience from last year so i just want to shout it out to the teacher trainers of this year for committing themselves to this experience like seeing them there being on the other side of it i was like oh you guys don't even know how much you're going to get out of this experience yet but i can already see like that they're getting close to each other and really putting themselves into it and it's just there's not many things in life where you have to commit yourself as much as you do to a 200-hour
0: teacher training. (laughs) True.
1: (laughs) So I was just very inspired by them, seeing them this weekend, and was reminded, you know, their commitment, and it takes so much time and energy to do that, and um, it was really cool to see that. So thank you guys, and keep up the good work. It's so worth it in the end.
0: (laughs) Awesome, and isn't it fun to, like, be where you are now, and then see where you were, like, a year ago isn't that fun
1: oh yeah it's it's a little bit of a trip oh it is
0: well I will close this out with one thank you so much Miss Sarah for joining me on the podcast this week it is always a pleasure you're so welcome it was great and a special we miss you to Angela we hope your voice is feeling better and you will be back at it next week (laughs) alright well thank you for listening to this episode of Spark if you have a few extra minutes please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes it really helps us out You can find the show notes and blog post at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coach A. Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.